the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. And that's where we start our conversation with Jack Buckby. He is, of course, the press officer for the British conservative political party, Liberty GB. He was also illegally expelled from university for discussing problems of political correctness at university, jihad and multiculturalism. Jack is the author of the brand new, a co-author of the brand new book, A Paradoxical Alliance. Jack, welcome back to the Chris Salcedo Show. Thanks for having me back, Chris. Uh, The aftermath of the UK bombing. I told folks about a tweet from somebody, I believe she's over here in the States, uh, who said that while, while there are children who are picking out pieces of human debris out of their hair, there are folks over in the UK, and dare I say over here across the Atlantic in the United States, who are consumed with, uh, with preventing Islamophobia. What is the reaction on the ground over there in the UK? Are, are these pacifist voices winning the day are these these disarming voices winning the day or have the british people had enough no i think they're winning again um what we've seen is well one of the first things that we saw happen was a huge vigil that took place in manchester and a lot of people look at these things and quite um naively i think look at them and think well that's thousands of people coming together to stand up to islam uh, sorry to, to islamic terrorism but then the thing is here chris these thousands of people in Manchester that came together to stand up to Islam, who claim that they are not cowed and they won't back down, that they'll just keep calm and carry on, they're going to go home, and in a couple of weeks, uh, on June the 8th, they're going to vote for the Labour Party, or they're going to vote for another party that's pro-immigration. And um, these vigils solve nothing. I mean, it's all very well and nice coming together and to mourn the dead, but nothing is actually happening. And we've seen it with Theresa May. She's telling us we won't be cowed. We'll just keep on as we were months ago, literally two months ago, the 22nd of March, um, when a, 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 a man ran over multiple people on Westminster Bridge and stabbed a cop to death. Yeah, you know, I was watching uh, MSNBC the other day who was interviewing a young lady who had been a survivor of this terrorist attack in Manchester. And she now she was young, granted. She said, you know, she couldn't remember the last time a terrorist attack had happened in the UK. And I would rationalize that if she can't remember the last time a terrorist attack happened in the UK that affected her directly as this one did. Yeah. But, but to me, this is the success of the propaganda arm of, of those individuals, as you say, who call, who call themselves this, this open door, not, no insistence on assimilation type policy. 
that's allowed yeah. this kind of stuff. And it's it's the folks in your press who seem to be committed to keeping your people in the dark as to the true nature of the threat. And, and, and I think, you're, I think you're absolutely right there. And yeah. it's not just the press. Um, it, uh, there's actually a section in the book that I've written um, that talks about this. And the press is essentially being aided by the police. So in 2016, um, new government legislation called Action Against Hate, the UK government's plan for tackling hate crime. Um, it's also called just the Hate Crime Action Plan. That was brought in in 2016. And the, the intention seemed all very, you know, fair and decent and good. And it was to make sure that people who are victims of genuine hate crimes, genuine crimes where they were attacked physically and in a horrible manner because of who they are, that these people were not afraid to come to the police and talk. Now, uh, when um, applied across the board all the time throughout the year, that's fine with me. But what we actually found is the Crown Prosecution Service and New Scotland Yard, which runs the Metropolitan Police, um, they said that actually they only implement this law after what they call a trigger event. So a trigger event would be the Westminster attack or the Manchester attack. And when they implement this policy after these attacks, they are manufacturing spikes in hate crimes. So it's not being reported across the board. And then that goes to the press and the pr press report, instead of talking about the threat that we face from Islamic terror and mass immigration, that suddenly the press are now talking about, isn't it terrible that all these Muslims are being attacked by the evil English people straight after a terror attack? <laughs> these, it, these spikes are completely manufactured by the police. Now, whether they intend to do that or not, I don't know, but I don't think that's really the point. Yeah. I think the point is that the media use this against us. And it's also striking that perhaps you should implement these programs to prevent such attacks. It seems to me that the UK has yeah. set itself on a course that says, well, we're just going to we're, we're going to relegate ourselves to cleanup duty uh, and continue these nonsensical, as, as you call it, mass immigration with no insistence on insistence on assimilation. Those who come into the UK, there is no insistence that they become British citizens mm -hmm. and loyal to Britain. And basically all the authorities there have relegated themselves to doing is cleaning up the mess afterwards. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And um, now we've got uh, 5,000 troops, armed, armed forces troops, coming onto the streets of England for, I think, the first time in maybe two decades. Um, we, they've taken over the security at Buckingham Palace, at Downing Street, um, uh, at the Palace of Westminster. And Theresa May stands up and tells us that we will not be cowed, we will not be defeated. We're already defeated, and she doesn't have to worry because she's surrounded by security. The people that need to worry are the working class people who have been telling Theresa May and the government and our politicians for years. It's the working class people who have been affected by the, the multiculturalism, the enforced multiculturalism that has resulted in working class people living with terrorists. Yeah. They've been telling the government this for tens, tens of years now, and we've been brushed off as racist islamophobes and i honestly at this point i can't see anything changing it's truly a terrifying point and one final thing i would say actually is that if trump's travel ban had been implemented in the uk then this man would not have been allowed back into the uk from libya two weeks ago and this attack would have would not have happened jack buckby our guest right now he's the author of the brand new book a paradoxical alliance what is the what is the basic thrust of the of the book jack well, I think the, the, the basic thrust of the book is something that we've all kind of noticed for years, um, and that's how the left is working with Islamists and, and Islamic groups like uh, Linda Sarsour's kind of people um, for a very long time. But there seems to be no real um, 
uh, similarities between the values that the left promote and which the Islamists promote. The only thing they share in common is their hatred of the West and what and, and, and their desire to destroy the West. And my confusion came before writing this book is, well, where does that end? Um, if the left and Islamists are going to be working together to destroy the West, do the left think that the second war will be with the Islamists and that the left will win? It's not going to happen. So this book is exploring the co uh, collaboration between the left and Islam, not just in the US, but also in the UK. So uh, for American authors who want to understand um, how this has happened to the UK and what you guys need to avoid, I've listed it quite um, chronologically within the book. And uh, I think it's quite a telling, telling tale. Well, the, the thing about it is, and, and many of the folks who subscribe to that, that ideology or belief, uh, leftists or the left wing, a, a, as you say, uh, once the jihad takes over or once the jihad wins, they will be the first to go or, or the next they to will. go. Should, yeah. Jack Buckby, everybody. He is the press officer for the British Conservative Political Party, Liberty GB, the author of the new book, A Paradoxical Alliance. Always appreciate the visit here on the Salcedo Show. Thanks for having me on, Chris. You take care. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951.